brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, welcome to an all new Dubs Talk presented by Wendy's Breakfast, now with a free drink with any breakfast sandwich purchase. I'm Grant Lithman alongside Warriors reporter Dalton Johnson, and we have so much to get to. Yes, the Warriors, uh, we're recording this after the Warriors had a nice win in Denver. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that and, and what's been happening and, and where, uh, let's see, certain trends are going with some players. Uh, but before we get to any of that, Dalton, where are you currently right now? I am live from Stockton, California at the Courtyard Marriott. So pretty, pretty impressive night for, for me, to, to say the least, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, normally speaking, I might say, and this is not to offend any of our Stockton listeners, um, why are you there? But there's a reason you are there, and that is because you had a chance to watch James Wiseman's return in person playing for the Santa Cruz Warriors. So um, I'll let you take it away from here. I did get a chance to watch a lot of it, so um, I can play around with it a little bit with you. But I, I do want to hear your takes. First of all, what was your overall impression of Wiseman seeing him in person? I think first and foremost, overall, he looks healthy. I think that's the, the biggest The biggest thing is that going at his shoot around and being there for some of his pregame warmups, there was an emphasis on kind of, you know, just that knee and being able to get up and down quickly, his athleticism. Everything was there as far as, you know, the ground floor, what we know about James White. And the athleticism wasn't really in question by any means. And he went up and down the floor really well, especially in the first half. The third quarter early on, there was a bit of, you could see he came out of halftime and kind of grabbing, like bending over, grabbing the knees. He played like just over, I think, like he came out of the 816 mark and didn't come back in in the third quarter. But then that fourth quarter, he looked like really rejuvenated, scored six points in under six minutes. And then even after the game, like they asked him, you know, were you hoping to even play more? And he's and he was like, that was the only thing that was only the disappointment kind of thing was that when they took him out, it was like, man, I want to keep playing. It's been 11 months, you know, so he was just really excited to be out there. And again, I think for me, it was just the health and, and looking at how long like he would last was really important to me. So as far as the health, the athleticism goes, all that kind of stuff was really clear and obvious to me. And he's very noticeably bigger than last year. I mean, that's, it stands out. 
Yeah, no, I, that's one thing that popped off the screen to me. I was watching, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this guy is big. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so different, especially for this Warriors team that doesn't have a, a big man like that. Um, again, we Steve Kerr has said it multiple times, the temporary expectations on what to expect out of James Wiseman. And that's why we watch these games closely. And it's also hard to judge things based on G League games because some players light up the G League like they're the best player in the NBA and then they get to the league and it's different. So for James Wiseman, I, you know, for me, I'm going to look at multiple things. Number one, how is he looking on rebounding and how is he looking in just defensive positioning and just where he is in that? How is he running the floor? Did you, what were your takeaways in regards to those things? So that was interesting because Santa Cruz Warriors head coach Seth Cooper talked a lot about kind of like James Wiseman grew up always being bigger, more athletic and everything where he can kind of stand in the paint and just block everything, right? He could stand there and just say, you're going to throw it up. I'm going to swat it. Now it's about kind of staying vertical and being a smarter defensive player, not having those silly fouls. And he was doing a really good job of that early on. I think it was the third quarter where he had a bad foul in all honesty, where he jumped and he knew it. Like it was midair and you could see his facial expression like, oh, why am I doing this? You know? And then he, he made up for it where the best sequence of the night, he put his hand straight up. He had a really good kind of contest at the rim and immediately sprinted down the floor. Chris Chioza saw him pass the ball up forward, catch dunk. And it was like that. And it's, and that's where you can see that's going to transfer over to the NBA, to this Warriors team, right? So that's what was really kind of stood out to me. Like that sequence right there said, hey, that's an NBA player that can, without having a ton of expectations, without saying you need to go out and score 20, 25 points, you can do that for sure. And that's going to make an impact. And when you talk about him being bigger and adding 10 to 20 pounds of muscle, he said like the rebounding is the biggest difference that he can tell. Like it's clear as day that, He had six rebounds. He played 21 minutes and really like he could have had double digit rebounds. A a lot of them, as far as kind of waiting for those clanked, it was another teammate saying, "Eh, it's my ball actually. You know what I mean? So as far as having to fight for rebounds, he's there. Like he, you could tell that like he's really focused on boxing out better, all these little things. And it was interesting to, to hear him say that like the added muscle is transferring over to the rebounding. And just his first game back in 11 months, that was the biggest difference that even he noticed. That's that's interesting. I think, you know, that's good to know the early positioning and the fighting is good mm-hmm. because he definitely had those issues uh, when he was in the league. One thing that he also had an issue with was just hunting the boards, right? And he was catching at his highest peak and actually just catching it because I know he had some problem with his hands in the first uh, time around. So um, I did watch and, and there were, moments where he, he really snagged the rebound and went up to the highest point. There was a couple, I know he gave up an offensive board on a free throw and stuff. So there's little moments, but again, you were nitpicking on the first game we've seen back. And I was saying this on dubs talk live on the TV show is that his return right now is looking, it's under a different lens because we're looking at it with what a, a month left of the season and we're saying, what can this guy do right now and help the team? Normally, that's not the lens you'd be looking at a guy coming back after 11 months who's also a super raw player, right? So it's there's a reason everyone's being nitpicky because they're trying to see what he can do immediately. But that's also the reason Steve Kerr said to temper your expectations 
is because there isn't going to be a massive impact necessarily that he's going to make on the team. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that hasn't had a normal training camp, hasn't had a summer league, all these things where really it seems like if all goes well in this upcoming offseason, it's almost going to be like year one for him, which is good and bad, obviously. You know, when it's going into year three and it's the number two overall pick, that's where fans and everyone go start to say like come on like the guy needs to be ready needs to be a star by year three it's also someone that's turning 21 years old at the end of this month you know and has played three college games has played half of a season uh, of the NBA so I mean he was just excited to be out there uh, uh, more than anything else you know I mean you could see the smile on his face like after the game talking about it he had a really like interesting sequence that was kind of fun to see like that that raw athleticism jump out where he missed a dunk on one side immediately like got the put back on the other side and threw it down and it was with ferocity like you could see his emotion come out right kind of a little bit of an i'm back i'm here but again with tempering those expectations but it was like kind of fun to see him have that excitement those emotions at the same time so i think that the closer that we got to him coming back we all got excited and expectations and then, as you said, even Steve Kerr kind of had to be like, oh, we need to put the like pump the brakes a little bit. Like, this is what's he going to come back for? You know, a handful of games right before the playoffs of a team that's trying to contend for a championship. So I think that, look, his skill set and just being seven feet tall is going to play for this team. It's something that they need. He's the only player that's six foot 10 or taller on this team, and he's been out all year, you know? So again, is he going to be the added piece that's going to all of a sudden, hey, championship contender. It's like, again, slow down, right? But just that body, just that that skill set, even if it's a glimpse here and there, I, I think it's going to help. I, I really do. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I've been saying it before in terms of, uh, you know, monitoring injuries and getting people back to health. Uh, YK Hawaiian Volcanic Water has been there following Clay Thompson's return and also uh, you know, now we focus on James Wiseman's return, eventually Dream, uh, Draymond Green's return. And for for Wiseman, to me, there's a good chance he does get some minutes in these regular season games to, again, see what he can do, right? They want to see where he can fit in. Um, he has one more game with Santa Cruz on Sunday, and then they're yet to decide if he'll play more or what is, is he going to come back to the, the big club. They haven't decided necessarily yet what they're going to do with them, Dalton. So for me, like, wh what do you think we need to see out of his next game on Sunday to kind of push the needle in a way for maybe it's time to go back to the Warriors? I think kind of just seeing how he plays in that Warriors role, right? Because again, like the physical skills are going to be there. He's, he's able to run up and down the court now. He's able to, you know, get those put back dunks, like I said. I kind of want to see other things as far as like the passing skills, like those things, setting good screens, like the, the way that he can set screens and roll hard, like back to the basket, obviously those little things where you say, how is this guy going to fit Steve Kerr's system? Like is this close to the playoffs? Right. So is it going to be, can Kerr go out there and say, Hey, just give us like these few minutes burst and be what you are right now. And is he going to trust that? Like, that's where the questions come into play for me. Because honestly, like, you're kind of kind of have to roll with that and say, be what you are right now and be that big athletic guy. 
And probably that's what we're going to get out of you this year. And then that next year of having a, a healthy off season, a training camp, all that stuff where you're really ingrained in the system. But right now it's going to be hard to get him as a full kind of Golden State Warrior kind of player, right? You know, I mean, Kevon Looney is a Golden State Warrior type of player because he's really smart. He's a, he's a good passer. He fits that system, things like that. James Wiseman is a great, great athlete. How does he fit the system? We're probably not going to fully know right now, but I do want to see kind of, you know, just the, the smart plays come out of that. The basketball IQ, if we can see that a little bit here and there, that's kind of what we got what we want to see Sunday and going forward, right? Because this first game, it was really just about how's the knee look, how are you going up and down the court? So now it's more of the little things going forward. Yeah, no, that, that makes complete sense. And the person that a lot of people are thinking he'd work well with in a pick and roll situation might be a Jordan Poole, right? Because he's great with the high ball screens coming off those. He's great at he can he can feed him, he can do all these different things. And they showed some chemistry last season in which maybe that can work. Now, Jordan Poole, <laughs> oh, man, he has just blossomed in these last five games, Dalton. And he is he's hitting he, literally the last five games, he's made 23 of 39 threes. This guy is on fire. And it's not only that he's doing it from the three ball, it's the way he's commanding the offense the way he's being patient and the game has slowed down. And this relates to James Wiseman in a way that look how long it took Jordan Poole to be, well, first of all, I, I, I'm actually amazed how quickly it got Jordan Poole to here, but it took him a while before he was able to get to that moment. Uh, look for Kaminga, who had a great game against Denver as well, how patient he was against Denver, the, the, the way he played within the flow of the team. Look at where he was in the beginning of the season to now. Look where Moody was the beginning season to now. Now you're expecting James Wiseman after 11 months just to be able to, you know, be that. And it takes a while for the game to slow down. And by the way, we're looking at Clay Thompson right now and people, and obviously he had a much, much longer extended absence than James Wiseman. But if we're even talking about Clay Thompson, and how he's integrating back into it and trying to regain the, you know, the speed of the game and everything. Put that in, you know, put that in focus when we're talking about James Wise. But the point is Jordan Poole, Dalton, and I know you wrote about this, and this was before the Denver game, but him, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, that looks like a lethal combination right now. Oh, it's fun. I mean, like, number one, like to me, you just think about all like that offensive firepower, like it is, that's hard to guard, right? I mean, and Steph even said it before the Denver game on, uh, you know, a Tuesday night after that game, as far as kind of pick your poison. And to me, like, that is something that we haven't seen for a little bit now with this Warriors team. Obviously, we, they had it with the, the KD team and everything, but that was an established superstar, obviously. We're talking about Jordan Poole, who recently turned 22 years old, you know, so – I mean, I don't want to say splash triplets or anything like, like that by like by any means quite yet, but you're seeing someone that has so much confidence, so much swagger and everything. And then then he kind of obviously had to have a little bit of a roller coaster, you know, this up and down season, kind of a bizarre season for him with Clay Thompson's return. How do I, you know, how do I integrate myself with this? You know, so I, that had to be a little bit of a head game for him. And, you know, as much as he, he says that he didn't lose any aggressiveness, like the numbers speak a little bit differently since Clay's return. I think he had like five or six games where he was held a single digits. And 
Now we're seeing like when his game's on and he can like just be himself and be that player that can really light an offense, spark everything going. It's hard to stop him. And I mean, again, it, you're going to have either him bringing the ball up or Steph bringing the ball up, two guys on the wings. And as you said, the way that he's operating the offense now, he's able to, number one, not just be a scorer, a scorer but even more of a facilitator. He seems so com- like comfortable, confident in the offense. So it's been really fun to see him blossom recently because we know that he has that kind of skill set, right, as far as he can put up points in a hurry and in bunches, but now to see him do it with those established stars and do it at a, uh, at a pace, like you said, too, where this game is slowing down for him, nothing seems too fast for him. If he misses a few shots here and there, it's not going to bug him by any means. He has that scorer's mentality. And now we're kind of seeing that overall offensive game with him. And I mean, that's going to be tough. If, if he can really, really fit with those two other guys, and then you think about Draymond Green and who who's that fifth guy with like that kind of exactly. offense. There's just so many more possibilities, right? It's 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 gonna be a lot of fun to think about. Well, one possibility is Planet Orange, a leader in eco-friendly, effective pest control. Let us be your partner for all your pest control needs, servicing residential, industrial, and commercial customers without harming the environment. Planet Orange, family-friendly, pet-friendly, and professional. Now, let's say for a second, Planet Orange isn't the fifth man in that lineup. Just for a second here, okay? Let's let's think outside the box. So you have Draymond, Poole, Steph, Clay. That is a pretty, pretty awesome lineup. Moving forward, it will be so fascinating. Who are the other pieces for it? So against Denver, the closing, the closing lineup, you had Wiggins and Looney out there with now Draymond, right? And that, that was the team. But it will depend on who's the big man out there. Do you want Draymond to play, play your five? Do you want Looney out there with him? But my goodness, even with Iguodala coming back, it's that much more. And I start thinking, let's forget about the closing lineup for a second. There's such more of an emphasis now on the start of the second quarter and the start of the fourth quarter. Now that Steph's minutes are going back to where they were, right? So let's say we pencil in pool. We pencil in clay. Is it going to be Iguodala with him when he comes back? Will it be Iguodala and Porter? And then what about Wiseman? Is Wiseman going to be out there? Then all of a sudden it's like, you don't, do you have enough spacing? Do you have enough shooting? Is Wiggins out there with them? I'm not saying that it's like a problem, but it's, it's a good problem to have, but it's something that there's not a huge runway the rest of the way with a healthy team to really figure it out. So they're going to have to start like really, really trying to nail this down as soon as possible to give these guys a little time to form some some chemistry. Oh, for sure. And like, that's obviously kind of been the biggest question with Draymond's return, Andre Godal's return, as you said, is where does the line teeter too far as far as, is this enough time to kind of gel really? And at the same time, it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise to see guys like Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody get these extended runs. You know, I mean, we're seeing, look at Jonathan Kaminga's just shot from the beginning of the year to now. I mean, he's able to be someone that, I mean, at first it was, hey, you're athletic. We can just trust this athleticism. And now you can start to trust the shot. Like you start to trust him at the free throw line. That's really interesting. And then you talk about Moses Moody and the guy plays the game like the 10-year vet, you know, and he doesn't play where he just has to be 
a standard a standard shooting guard. He can be a wing. He can be a three. The other night, he was even calling out plays and kind of bringing the ball up. So he's someone the versatility is like just shining really more and more as the game again is slowing down for someone that at such a young age, right? He's someone I forget all the time that he's 19 years old. Jonathan Kaminga, like you can forget because of the crazy dunks and things like that. But at the same time, you can also go like, okay, it's easy to remember that he's 19 years old. He misses some of these, these, like, these bunnies, these, these easy plays. You can see like the basketball IQ at times. Moses Moody, you got to remember like, oh, he's a rookie. He's 19. He played one year of college at Arkansas, like, like those kind of things. Right. So it's, it's that, that fifth person with those four, like it's going to be easy and hard at the same time for Steve Kerr. And, and as you said, like, it's, it's a, it's a nice problem to have, but like, when is that, you know, 10 game, 12 game range, as far as we got to ramp up for the playoffs, like, that's when the season really begins for this team, but are there going to be hiccups along the way with any of that chemistry? You know, like that's the biggest question mark right now, obviously to me at least. Absolutely. Win Alexis cash and more this month at Grayton Resort and Casino. Play to enter the $300,000 drive away in luxury Lexus and cash giveaway on March 25th, where you could win a Lexus. Plus, more ways to win than anywhere else. Multiplier Wednesdays, get up to seven times the points. Thursdays, turn points into slot play. And win up to $15,000 in the Good Fortune slot tournaments. Learn more at GreatonResortCasino.com. Complete rules available at the Reward Center. Uh, it, it One thing that will be fascinating as the, they regain their health and everything also is how hard are they competing for the, the seeding in the playoffs, right? How hard are they competing for two? Right now they have the same record as the Memphis Grizzlies as we're recording this, um, but they play Memphis again. They it, it's it, It'll be interesting to see how much they put their guys in because while you do want rest, while you do want everyone comfortable going in, at the same time, Sometimes you have to work people in to get that rhythm, get that chemistry. So it, I, I can imagine them really, you know, playing their normal minutes and not too many rest games. It'll be interesting to see what Clay does in back-to-backs, right? They have a few back-to-backs left. Will Clay play in the second ones? Because they do need as many games as possible to get him up to speed with everybody too. So, um, you know, I'll just say this. Two games ago, it was panic mode, pure panic mode around uh, everyone. Right now, the Warriors win two games in a row. They have Milwaukee at home, which will be a very hard game, especially without Draymond. And then after that, maybe they get Draymond Green back. It'll be it's, – it's going to be a whirlwind, Dalton, as we go. And James Wiseman is just a piece that will just be in that whirlwind, and it'll be like – I don't know. It feels like this whole season we've been waiting for stuff to happen. And now as the playoffs are ramping up, you're like, oh, yeah, let's have it all happen now. (laughs) It's weird, right? Because you say, hey, you're going to get the number two pick back. Hey, you're going to get Draymond Green back. Hey, you you know, we would assume you're going to get Andre Godala back. All those seem like such positives, but (laughs) there's that fine line of that kind of teeter totter of like, how far can we take this? Right. And where is that kind of date where you go, hey, we better have all our pieces back by this time so we feel comfortable. And I like that you brought up the Clay Thompson part of the back-to-backs because, you know, the other night he played 34 minutes. He didn't have a great shooting night, I think it was against the Clippers. 
But like that 34 minutes really stood out to him where he was like, that's a season high. Like that was really cool to him, right? Where you're starting to go, is there really a minutes restriction with him left? And when is like the back-to-back restriction gonna like going to disappear? And when the playoffs are here, you know, he needs to be ready all the time and, and all these things. So for a team that is bringing so many key pieces back that has like so much of a championship core together to have the question marks is going to be both fun, a little bit infuriating at the same time, <laughs> fun at the same time. And also let's see, you right. know, so it's, it's going to be a whirlwind as you said, for sure. Yeah. And just remember they, they pulled off these two wins and they did it also without Gary Payton, the second Otto Porter, uh, no Godala, no Draymond. No, it's, it's, you know, it's like a, it's, they got reinforcements coming. Just you start wondering who's who's going to be the person the odd man out after all exactly. that. Exactly. Well. Yeah. No. But uh, Dalton, thank you for uh, your reports straight from Stockton. Um, I really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to chat with you more soon, and we'll see Wiseman's game Sunday and so much more. But uh, thank you as always, Dalton. Thanks for having me, Grant. All right, everyone. Thank you again for following and downloading Dubs Talk. This is Dubs Talk presented by Wendy's. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, night, or wherever you are. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.